time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the magic made out of, Ding Dong? I want to see some of that whizbiz. This is WizBiz with Alex and Derek. Uh, I'd like to just start off by saying Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Where you are, it is 2024. Where we are, it is still the tail end of 2023 because, like responsible adults, we record in advance. I would have guessed like 2016 tops. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm Eric. And I'm Alex. In this episode, we are... Uh, I, I think we're very excited about covering these two. We're covering season four, episode five, Return to the Nightosphere, and episode six, Daddy's Little Monster. And I Wikipedia dropped... order. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as we explained in our last episode, if you are watching Adventure Time on um, HBO Max, the episodes are out of order for season four. So you're going to have to do a tiny bit of extra homework if you want to watch them in order. These are exciting episodes. Uh, I was thinking before the show, um, it's not that I'm not excited to talk about these. It's just that interesting phenomenon of these are just really good episodes. They're amazing we're, episodes. We're, we're like, my, my my big insight is, man, I really like these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I mean, obviously there's a lot to talk about, but so, it's, it's not as a lot to talk about as like, I mean, it's, it's almost, there's, it's almost too good mm-hmm. to kind of, um, subdivide in a podcastial way <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know? uh yeah i mean i think we should talk about what makes the episodes good um I, you know one thing to keep in mind as we're going through this is these episodes need to be savored because they are the last time we will see marceline until episode 25 really yeah wow that's fuck that that show sucks <laughs> podcast over <laughs> fucking f tier f tier show <laughs> If you can go twenty whatever episodes without Marceline, F tier. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer, but you know, oh, I just realized that's probably why HBO did it. They probably reordered them so you don't have to have like a twenty episode span without Marceline. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, that that would make for some clever uh, marketing on their end, but it screws up the order of the story. Uh, I'm, it was I'm, originally called HBO Marceline. And HBO then they, Marceline, and then they gender swapped it to Max. They didn't realize it was going to be Marshall, so uh-huh, technically uh-huh. it should be called HBO Marshall. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay that that does make sense. You know, I'm I'm bummed about it because in watching the episodes out of order, we saw we saw the thing at the end of In Your Footsteps where the Lich gets the Enchiridion, like too early in the season. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm kind of irritated at that. Like I think that that episode is supposed to be like episode nine or something. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, because it makes me think about the the snail way more now every time I see him. Like, the snail in this episode shows up at the foot of Hunts and Abadir's statue. Yeah. And he sticks out pretty cl- pretty clearly because yeah, everything is red. I never noticed that snail, but that one, like, I 100% like, oh, shit, the snail's right there. And it's, yeah. like, on screen for a while. Yeah, but, we're you know, he's also top of mind because we know that the lich is in him. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah. He's in the nightosphere, so why would the lich be in him in the nightosphere, though? Well, that's the thing. The snail is a cute visual gag that ended up becoming yeah. uh, important to the plot. I wonder, just for an aside, before we really get into the actual episode, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, who would win in a fight between Hunts and Abadir and the Lich? <sighs> All magics and physical attacks allowed. No, you know, no holds barred. Can't come after the family though, because that's cheating. 
I think Hunts and Abadir would win. Really? What do you think the mechanism of that would be? I'm not saying I disagree. That really came out in a weird way. So I'm gonna, like, that sounded like I applied a lot more than I intended. I'm going to say that because, uh, okay, so first of all, Hunts and Abadir is a little bit of an idiot, right? So he's not very, he, he's, he's so overconfident in his abilities. But we've seen him, we know that he's deathless. We know that he uh, is, is nigh invulnerable and he can suck the souls out of things. Like he can do all this stuff mm immediately and in a more deadly manner than the lich can so hunts and abadir i mean i think i think it might be a toss-up i don't i don't think it's a fight that i want to see yeah my here's my headcanon right now is because hunts and abadir is deathless the lich like traps him like um like that one loki myth where he's like Mm -hmm. chained to the ground and like kind of viper drops poison in his eyeball or something Uh for for you know forever i feel like the lich would do that to hudson abadir and and i'm sorry that i say hudson i grew up next to that river that word is far more familiar to me than hudson i apologize (laughs) i'm gonna do it again there's there's nothing i can do about it it's okay a lot of the demons say his last name is aberdeer instead instead of abadir oh i didn't pick up on that (laughs) um yeah yeah i i think that would be a pretty good outcome too i mean both of them are just so incredibly powerful and dangerous and both of them are you know as old as the universe like they're both they're both ancient immortal terrifying creatures yeah Uh, it's just that hunts and abadir is is i the impression i get from hunts and abadir is he's sort of dangerous in the sense that like he has no regard for other life. He's like, these are ants. He could just squish them. He doesn't really care. Whereas the lich is actively malevolent and is like, I am going to kill everything. Yeah. My purpose is to destroy life. I mean, I'm, I'm on his side with that. He makes a good point. I mean, <laughs> as far as all the mistakes in the universe, life has made all of them. Has it? Yeah. I mean, what what, what has not life done other than be some dumb equation for a shitty DC comic? I mean, comic? don't you think that, like, there are all sorts of weird-ass mistakes out there, like suns going supernova and black holes and stuff like that, where you're kind of like, oops, oh well, so much for that solar system. Hmm. Well, that seems fine. Circle of life. Circle. Of, well, the circle of life. <laughs> now, if, the, if, if one of those supernova, I don't know, tripped down a flight of steps or like uh-huh. kind of agreed with a racist uncle at thanksgiving then then it would count <laughs> okay but like uh watching cats make mistakes is hilarious so well, i think cats are kind of like supernovas i think they have the same argument same holds. argument yeah okay watching babies make mistakes is also really hilarious. yeah watching them fight too i know yeah. this place down in tj <laughs> yeah really really great and i don't mean uh, tijuana i meant uh Either, tra- either Trader Joe's or TJ Maxx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Underneath every uh, Trader Joe's, there's a fight club, but which there's is a babies. baby fight club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't talk about baby fight club mainly because you don't know how to talk. Yeah, the first rule of baby <laughs> fight club is goo goo gaga. The second rule of a fight club is goo goo gaga. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, I I noticed something in the intro this time that. Uh, I think has been there all the time, but I never really paid attention to it. Oh, is it the skip intro button? Because that's the only thing I've ever seen at the intro. <laughs> I always watch the intro because oh, I'm like, getting my, my notebooks yeah. set up and stuff. But um, it, there's a scene uh, where they're zooming into the Ice Kingdom where the penguins are going whack, 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 mm-hmm. whack. Two of the penguins are hugging and a little heart kind of floats above their head. Oh, that is It's cute. kind of adorable. I'm under the impression the penguins can uh, be in same-sex pairings. Really? Yeah. So head quick head cannon. Uh those are 
Those are gay penguins. I don't think uh, the Ice King has ever named a girl penguin. Hmm. Maybe just all penguins are male. Uh, it's. I guess it's possible. Maybe in maybe in the Ice Kingdom they are, or maybe it, you know the Ice King's royal guard is all male penguins. No, I mean like just in real life too. Like you know, seahorses like male seahorses can get pregnant. Like maybe just all penguins are males, and just we just never got taught that. <laughs> you know, like how all cats are girls and all or all dogs are boys. It's what like are that. you speaking German now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to be funny. Oh, in German, in German, the word for cat is feminine, die Katze, and the oh, word for dog is uh, der Hund. Is I forget what language it is, but their word for vagina is masculine. I think it might be French. It might be. Yeah. Uh, Which I mean, it has nothing to do with the physical gender. It's just right. you know, as a. Uh, as as you know, as a sufferer of a non gendered language, that shit's funny. It is funny. Yeah. It is funny. Um, okay, so this episode, um, right away, we're sort of greeted with you know the bananas and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Finn oh, has yeah. the demon sword, which we can see, which we see in this episode is capable of hurting Hunson Abadir, or whoever is wearing the necklace. I think any sword can, though. Well, I know that. Because um, he cut, he cut open Hunson Abadir. He cut open the soul sack. Yeah, but I don't think he was able to hurt Hunson Abadir anywhere else. Oh, oh, you're saying like the soul sack was like the the glowing red spot in a video? Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Smogs, chink in the armor. Okay, and everything else is yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, no, I'm down. Yeah. Um. So I think that that might be. Uh, and also the demon sword would was able to stop the the green lasers from the blood mist, which I think that's actually in the second episode, isn't it? We we. Should, one episode. That is in the second episode. Yeah. Um, so it was cool to see the demon sword in action. Uh, Jake makes that funny joke. Uh, Perhaps we have partaken of the juice of the elder toad. Uh, yes. Uh, I just want a small correction just because I found it so much funnier. He actually says mayhaps. Mayhaps. Which is, I don't know why, <laughs> but Jake saying mayhaps really kill. It's like I was talking about, I think it was the last episode where I love when Jake does a mid-Atlantic accent. Uh-huh. I also like this, like, just randomly, like, a huzzah, good citizen. He's like, what the, <laughs> when did you go to the Ren Fair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I think the Elder Toad uh, might have been a reference to that, that toad that uh, secretes DMT. The Sonoran Desert Toad. All glory to the Hypnotoad. All glory to the Hypnotoad. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, interesting linguistics thing, since the show is uh, often talks about linguistics. Using the phrase camera phone. Yeah. Was like a very, like, there's like a seven year spot. I know. Where camera phone meant something. And now mm-hmm. it's the phone on my camera or just my phone. Right. And, yeah, take a picture with my phone. But like having a camera phone was like this this weird little chunk it, of time. And I don't even think it was seven years long. Oh yeah, I just pulled that because out. Because I think my ass. so. <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember in the early two thousands, uh, you know, that was with the the candy bar phones, and those didn't have cameras. And then when the first camera phones came along, they were fancy, but it was just a couple years later that we got smartphones. I, I feel think like. there was a longer overlap because I had. I had quite a few phones with a camera on it before I had internet enabled oh, phones. You know what? I think that they were like just really shitty. Because I, I think I had a flip phone that had a camera on yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I got a fancy one at one point. I got like the 
the Motorola Razor. Remember that really sexy flip phone? Mm -hmm. I had one of those, and I think that had a camera on it. Yeah, I think there's either way. I, I don't know how many years it was, but like it's just a weird snapshot of history of like, yeah. like camera phone. It's not like you can't figure it out from context, but it's just an interesting like. Yeah, it's oh, kind of hilarious. Yeah, it's just yeah. like this weird little snapshot of the past. Because it's not like. Do they have cell phone networks? I know that they can. They call each other on the phone sometimes. There are phone calls. Yes. But it seems like they're landlines. Um, well, Jake has pulled out his cell phone quite a few times. That's true. Like, not just his, like, he's got that big, like, uh, Vietnam uh, walkie-talkie style one. Yeah, yeah. Like the old Zach Moore cell phone. Uh -huh. uh, and that's that wasn't tied in the house. My, uh, my, my fan theory, which I've said 16 times this episode, miraculously, is uh, that the satellite systems mm -hmm. just kept being around like they just all the all you think it's uh starlink yeah, yeah it elon, like all Star elon musk yeah yeah well because he's, he's dumb enough to forget to charge people if the world ends you know yeah, like, yeah you know like he probably doesn't have a like oh no one's paying we turn the the, the satellites off function mm -hmm. uh that i'm not sure any of those words made sense in that order but i think everybody got kind of what i was going with i mean my fan theory i i believe that elon musk uh was killed during the mushroom war i suspect he was probably eaten by slime creatures or became a slime creature or or, or he got killed by enslaved emerald miners yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be good <laughs> yeah. sentient emeralds come up and and kill him you know since we're in the ua verse um somebody put, sorry just really quick elon musk aside have i didn't know this was an episode but there's an episode of rick and morty with elon musk on it oh god they go to another universe and it's elon tusk and it's a world of the like like warthog people but it just looks like elon musk with tusk Tusks. coming out of face huh. and elon does the voice and he just has no like there's no charisma like he doesn't he doesn't deliver the lines it's 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 really uh quite terrible i am not a fan of his voice i don't I haven't really hear heard him speak that often. Um, I've only seen his, you know, little uh, what's it, the X there, the shitter, as you call it. Uh huh. Shit. But uh, yeah, I haven't really. Uh, I try not to listen to him talk, and yeah, he's got a. He does have an annoying voice. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I'm really sad that we don't get to watch uh, uh, the Zuck beat him up. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. It would have uh, gone a long way for me to like be less infuriated at Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do not think that the Zuck is a good guy or a good person at all. No, but it'd be nice to see him punch Elon Musk. I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd be down with yeah. anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that uh, Zuck, for instance, is a uh, is necessarily a fascist or a Nazi or a supporter of those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, no, he's just like a, a creepy... But he is a creepy... Data goblin. Data goblin uh, yeah, billionaire. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, he's gross. All right, so wait, back, <laughs> okay. to, this, back okay. to this episode. Uh, I can't believe I'm the one that's saying that. Ooh. Um they're in uh, the nitosphere. The nitosphere, and they don't know how they got there. But the interesting thing is, the nitosphere is much more hell-like in this one. And there's this really great kind of pan mm -hmm. that goes through hell. Yeah, of just like these various like hilarious oh tortures of like people like like a meteor getting eaten by a Zardoz head, and like mm -hmm. it just all this really crappy stuff, uh, creepy stuff like nature kind of running to each other. It reminds me of. Um, I just, I think I talked about it in the last episode. If I didn't, I'm proselytizing how great Scavenger's Reign is. It reminds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been watching that. I, it I'm reminds taking me of it that very kind slowly, of though. Mobius 70s things just mushing into each other kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Very cool. Yeah, I saw, um, you know, the on the uh, Adventure Time wiki, there was a suggestion that it was a reference to uh, Hieronymus Bosch's uh, Garden of Earthly Delights. That's exactly what I was trying to think of. And but that guy's name was not in my head and I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. And I guess uh, I think that it's probably true, but. It's definitely, I mean, here's the thing. It's nowhere near as uh, intricate and perverse and weird as the Garden of Earthly no. Delights. Um, 
So I kind of like to think that maybe it's more, it's not necessarily a reference to that as much as it is just sort of a, oh, look, they are in hell. Yeah. The nightosphere is a terrible place. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a reference, but I think a a visual reference at times it looks like Mm -hmm. that. But I mean, it looks like... um, uh, Moynihan, what's the what's the person on the show? Uh, Jesse Moynihan. Yeah, it looks like uh, uh, their outside work. You know. Yeah, yeah, would, yeah. Actually, I think he must have. I wonder how. I, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to the credits, but yeah, I, I didn't either. Uh, it does look a lot like his work, so I suspect that his designs probably were big in this show. Yeah, in this episode. Um, yeah, and it also made me think of you know. So there's this. We've remarked before about like the really classic Dungeons and Dragons feel that Adventure Time has sometimes Mm -hmm. sort of like the references that it has. And this whole traveling to a different plane of existence uh, is very, very D&D. And the other thing about it that's very D&D is like there are uh, there are like alternate dimensions, alternate uh, planes of existence that are based around alignments. You know, so the Nightosphere is chaotic evil, as we learn later on. Um, and but I think in D and D, I can't remember what I think the chaotic evil plane is hell or the abyss. I mean, there's there's two of them that are that are really. Oh, uh, no, I know a lot about D and D. Let me tell you, uh, it's uh, it's uh, the upside down because everything I know about D and D, I learned from that one episode of Stranger Things. Uh, so it's yeah, I I just I love the the panorama of the nightosphere, the the variety of. Uh, Horrors that await the eye are yeah. truly spectacular. This might be the first, I mean, there might be ones before this, but we struggle with the first, you know, little bit of adventure time of like, mm-hmm. it's a kid's show and we're trying to talk about it from an adult perspective. Uh-huh. And it's hard to be like, oh, well, no, watch this episode. This will explain what the show actually is. Uh-huh. I'm not saying this is like a great example of it, but this is the first one that feels like you could show someone this and be like, oh, there's like weird shit in the show. Like this yeah. kind of like opens up the weirdness in a way of like, okay, this is... There's a lot to there's a lot to unpack here. This also might be the first episode. Well, I don't think it's absolutely the first episode, but it's probably w- one of the episodes where you might watch it and be like, "Oh, wait, I don't want to show this to my kids." Yes, uh, because I mean, they don't really pull any punches with the hell stuff. There's disintegration and killing and maiming and things being yeah, cut waiting in, in half line forever. And, yeah, uh, and the the boatman on top of the heads. Yes, you know. Um, which uh, might be a reference to Dante's Inferno. Uh, which I hope it is. I hope yeah, he kind of took like he yeah. looked like Timothy Dalton. <laughs> Was he in Dante's Inferno? I think so. Are you talking about Inferno? No, is, wasn't there a movie? There was Dante's movie. Peak. Uh, Dante's Peak, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With, yeah. I, God, that movie was on cable for a while. Oh, yeah, that's the other reason I it. it was on it constantly. so many times. Um, so let me, let me uh, quick aside, because it's been a while since I insulted Christians on this show. Okay, okay. Um, if you're a Catholic, stop, because they put these images in my head of hell when I was a little kid, and that's <laughs> fucking abuse, man. I carried that it shit is. with me my whole fucking life. Like, I still have, like, a little fear of hell, which is absurd because I'm a thinking being. But, like, <laughs> I was raised with that shit. So, like, yeah, like, if you don't – don't teach your kids about hell. Don't yeah, do that. That's, yeah, that's hell gross. is awful. Yeah, that's a really terrible like, thing. teach them to be good for goodness' sake. Like, it says in Santa. the Santa Claus yeah, exactly. song. Exactly, yeah. Don't teach them to be good to avoid the – Avoid eternal damnation. Yeah. Like that's awful. What what loving God would do that? Yeah, no, there's like a hateful God over there. That's the whole. Yeah. Uh, you got to be afraid of him. So uh, yeah, if you're if you're Catholic out there, stop. Just st- stop doing that. Stop with the Catholic. Yeah, I don't, don't know if my little boy heart can take it. 
it, it like it's genuinely like reduced the quality of my life because I was raised in that shit religion. I'm really, really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if I could go back in time, first stop Hitler, second stop uh, Jesus. I don't know whoever started the whoever started uh, Peter. 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 Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus was probably cool. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe also Paul. Peter and Paul. Okay, but Mary's cool. First Hitler, then the peas. Uh-huh. And I'm going to shoot Luke because he's a terrible writer. <laughs> but that's. <laughs> he, would, he, he didn't even know. Like, he's, he hadn't even started writing yet. But just like, uh-huh. dude, I'm sorry. In an alternate universe, your book sucked and didn't agree with your friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, so I, I have to tell you uh, two stories now. Uh, the first love one to hear two stories. Is, uh, is about the Catholic Church. So if if you're still Catholic and you're still listening, um, you might want to turn this off too. So the Catholic, no, no, hang around, no, no. The we'll... Catholic Church uh, condemns Freemasonry, right? The Catholic Church says we don't want people to be Freemasons, and uh, and I'm a Freemason. I've never been Catholic, but I'm a Freemason. I think technically I am too. Yeah, you're a Freemason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was on this Masonic chat group, and somebody and a, and a fellow Mason was sort of. Uh, asking for advice because they have a Catholic friend and they were kind of dealing, trying to figure out how to answer these questions that their Catholic friend was asking. And a lot of the questions were all like, well, I mean, of course Catholicism hates Freemasonry because you guys tell everybody that every religion is valid and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and my answer was like, that's not really why the Catholic Church hates Freemasonry. The Catholic Church hates Freemasonry because Freemasonry in Italy uh, was instrumental in eliminating the Catholic Church's secular power in the 19th century during the Italian Civil War, when the Italian people sort of rose up and said, we're tired of being ruled by by a pope. Like, we want to have our own power. Uh, I really was hoping you'd do that on Italian accent. <laughs> we're tired of being ruled by the pope. Love it. Uh, But, uh, you know, uh, the Catholic Church's papal bulls were all about uh, Freemasonry and how it was um, uh, refusing to accept the divine right of kings and arguing that uh, people should be self-governed and that they should elect their own governments. The Catholic Church hates Freemasonry because Freemasonry is pro-democracy and anti-tyranny. That is why the Catholic Church hates Freemasonry. It's not the freedom of religion thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the Christians are pretty pro ignorance. I mean, the first book of their book, it's like, hey, wait, you want to know shit? Yeah, no, sorry. I'm going to ruin all of your species forever and then send you to hell because you want to learn stuff. You fucking ignorant cunt of a god. Oh, sorry, you wanted to tell me two things. Uh, the second thing is I was excited. I, you know, I've been really excited about watching these two episodes and talking about them. Uh, in fact, I was so excited that about it that last night I had a dream about bananas. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, wait, let me guess. Did you see a phone and did it ring, 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 ring? No. Okay. No, it was literally just, uh, they, the bananas were, I don't remember uh, the rest of the dream. I just know that in the dream there were uh, bananas like in a fruit basket, like on a table. And I stopped paying attention to the rest of the dream, looked at the bananas, and I was like, oh, I get to watch the Nightosphere episodes tomorrow. Oh, nice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I had a moment of lucid dreaming brought on by bananas in Adventure Time. I wonder if that counts as a sleep demon, because in in this episode, we learned that bananas are uh, 
ear feces of demons. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that counts as like a sleep paralysis demon. Oh, it might. <laughs> I got shat upon by a sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Just like just like the old hag syndrome. Everybody doesn't know that the old hag was actually dropping blumpkins on you. Dropping blumpkins. Yeah. I don't even know if I use that word right, and I don't want to know. Let's continue with the Okay, episode. okay. Um, yeah, so... Uh, so uh, one of the so one of the things that is never really entirely explained is why their memory gets wiped. Like even oh no no it absolutely does, uh, and it's it's, but it's like in the, it's in the next episode. Oh no no it's in the next episode. Okay. Sorry, yeah, so sorry. it does get explained. I'm, it does, I must it, have missed it, that. It gets explained. Wait wait hold on. Yeah yeah it's the next episode. I, okay, I see okay, my note right okay. here because it's my favorite line of the next episode. Um yeah so I mean in this episode they basically spend their time traveling through the nightosphere trying to get to Hudson Abadir across this amazing backdrop of of nightosphere hell which i which I, is just delightful the whole time like i love the scene where they they get out of uh, nightosphere jail and they're like sitting on the roof of this building looking around and it, you know then it has the panorama that you were just saying and finn's like hmm hmm <laughs> Like, he doesn't have anything to say. Like, what the hell are you going <laughs> to yeah, say? Yeah. Oh, shit, we're in hell. Yeah, I'm 13 <laughs> and I'm just seeing literal hell. Yeah. But they do realize that they have to go see Hunts and Abadir, who, uh, you know, is, I think, possibly my favorite Adventure Time villain. Like, I love the Lich, but Hunts and Abadir has, has a piece of my heart. I, my only disagreeing with you right there is I don't know that he counts as a villain. He's He's... Okay. He's an office holder in a hell dimension. He he is an antagonist though. But he's protecting his little girl. Like I think he's that more doesn't of a, matter. But no, but I mean, yeah, so you're saying like a stern dad from an 80s movie is an evil villain? I I I never said evil. I said villain. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. I guess yeah, I guess you don't have to be evil to be a villain. Yeah, and uh, yeah. or uh, okay, I'm just going to say antagonist then. He's he's I think possibly my favorite antagonist yeah. in Adventure Time, just because he's he's ridiculous. Yeah, well, see, that's what I like about. It. That's why I don't think of him like kind of in a villainous sense because mm-hmm. he's literally the leader of hell. He's acting. In fact, he's acting very nice he's... given the position he holds. Oh, like he's a very given that he's literally Satan. Uh-huh. He's very pleasant to be around. <laughs> I, honestly, he his character has improved a lot. Like I mean, his <laughs> his uh, his attitude has improved a lot. Like if you compare him to the first time we see him in the show, he just shows up and starts killing. Remember? Yes. And and here it's obvious that he's. He is like he is he's incapable of having the same kinds of feelings that Marceline does or that Finn and Jake do. Um, But he's he is actually like trying in his weird way to uh, like repair his relationship with Marceline. Um, And also I like how lazy he is. Like he just all he wants to do is just give the job away and eat a sandwich. Yeah. Which I I respect that. (laughs) He just wants to hang out in his underwear. Yeah. yeah. I really respect that. Uh, But it's it's interesting. He's because I guess what I'm saying is the Hudson Abadir is a a dynamic character. Like he changes and improves himself over the course of the show, even if it's marginal and impossible for us to detect as mere mortals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for for a deity, mm-hmm. he's I think he's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I have a few uh, pieces of trivia for this episode. 
aside from oh, what g- give me them three roads baby all right so finn and jake end up in line waiting and mm-hmm. it has like these sort of cutaway things you know you know four days later three days later you know 18 days later yeah yeah that's spongebob thing yeah. um somebody added up all the hours the total number of hours they waited is 666 oh really yeah. oh that's fun yeah <laughs> uh olivia olsen said that this is her favorite marceline episode which is kind of bullshit because really? there's like hardly any marceline in this episode you only oh. get a tiny bit right at the end. Nah, that's nonsense. I bet you she got confused and thought this was the one where you find out about Daddy, why'd you eat my fries? Yeah, that's the best episode. Because if, th- if you hear Daddy's a little monster, this mm-hmm. isn't the episode that you're going to evoke in your brain. Yeah. I'm not trying to like mansplain uh, 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 Elizabeth Ashley. What's her name? Olivia Olsen. Olsen. Olivia Olsen. Um, I- I'm not trying to like, it just, that's that. this can't possibly be their yeah, favorite episode. I, I agree because <laughs> there's there's so little Marceline in it and she yeah. doesn't do anything. Or maybe she hates acting as Marceline. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's her favorite episode. What's your favorite uh, Marceline episode? I don't know. Is there one that I'm just in the background I don't have to fucking talk? I'm just here for a paycheck, baby. And then she does like the uh, the money uh, motion with her fingers. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is that the money motion? That's the money motion right All there. Right. Yeah. I'm doing it. Can, can, can you hear see that? This audience? is ASMR now. Yeah. <laughs> And then let's see what else. Uh, this episode is the first appearance of Abe Lincoln on the show. He shows up in a picture in the background. Was oh, that true? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. And that is all I've got for this episode. Do you have anything else on this one? Uh, no, no. Most of my notes are related to the next episode. Okay. Yeah. Not that I have a ton on that one either. Not to, like, again, I just want to be clear. Because I have very little say. Not that I have very little say, but like. It's generally a sign of I like these episodes because yeah. like I just like oh, I like this. It's, it's like hard to like turn my. Uh, it's easier. That's why my other show is called John and Alex Hate Stuff. It's not John and Alex subtly appreciate film. Right, yeah. right. Even though I end up liking a lot of movies because I'm a slow, dumb person. Eric, <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh yeah. You ever uh, see a little glint out of the corner of your eye and be like, oh shit, it's like some kind of shiny rock over there. You know what? It turns out I have had that happen to me recently. Well, boy, howdy. I would love to hear about your shininess. Oh, my God. I have high shininess shiny door. rocks to tell you about. My first shiny rock, uh, which which sparkled delightfully in a stream one day, Ooh. is uh, lucubration. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, no idea. It is a... Um, Writing or study, and it's a mass mass noun. So you can say, after 16 years lucubration, he produced this account. Interesting. I think I've seen that word before, but I don't. I think it's one of those words I just kind of knew. Like I read it, went, and eh, that makes sense in context. I'm not looking that shit up. <laughs> it can also be a learned or pedantic piece of writing. Oh, that's probably actually someone probably just said that about my writing. Yeah, yeah. this this book is a pile of lucubration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the learned part. It's the. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, the next shiny rock that I have for us is Torchera. Torchera, possibly. Uh, how, how, how would one spell that? T-O-R-C-H-E with a little badoop above it, R-E. Torchera. Torchera. It's from um, French. It's from French? Mm-hmm. Oh. Torch. Ah, shit. It, you're going to feel dumb. About this one. Torchera. Uh go dumber. 
Go dumber. You're thinking too much. Something to do with fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking because I think torche is is flame or fire or lighter or something in French. But I'm like, yeah. I can't. So a torchera is a tall ornamental flat topped stand traditionally used for a candlestick. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. I knew that word, but I knew the French, the <laughs> some of the French in there. Uh, okay. Here is an excellent word that you might be able to figure out. You might know this one. All right. Uh, Circumvallation. Circumvallation. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll like this word. I'm, I promise you, you'll enjoy this one. Valation. To go around with compliments? <laughs> That's good. Because circum is to around. Like, it is, it is. And valation is like, isn't that like valet? Like uh, like, mm. like applauds, like valet in, in Latin? I... Uh... Wally. Yeah, I think so, but I don't think that's... Oh, okay, I just... I, yeah, I've got the wrong... wrong. Uh, uh, it here. is the defensive wall of a castle or walled city. Oh, okay, so it goes around. Yeah, yeah so the okay. circumvallation would be just inside the moat. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, so you'd have a moat and then a circumvallation. Valation? I don't... Yeah, hmm, interesting. I mean, I like it, but... I, I like I, it, too. I, I think it's a fun word. I, I, uh, it's too bad that we don't get a whole lot of uh, opportunities to use it. I mean, if I ever fucking win the lottery, I'm buying a... I'll buy a castle just so we can have a circumvallation dude if you if you have enough land i'll help you build a circumvallation Fuck around yeah. your uh around your yurt i get i get a circumvallation and i need a portcullis yeah because yeah. also good words well right? the portcullis is how you get in has how you get through the circumvallation yeah, yeah. i think uh all right i think you're going to know this one but it is such a fun shiny rock that i could not resist okay it, this rock glittered with the glint of a thousand pieces of mica cool imbroglio Oh, uh, Broglio is like kind of like a fight or an argument. Like you get sucked into like a little, uh, like a fracas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It can be uh, an extremely confused, complicated, or embarrassing situation or a confused heap. Yeah. yeah. I think it, yeah, yeah. I love the sound of that word though. Imbroglio. Yeah, no, Broglio is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we ever start a new podcast, I think Imbroglio needs to be in the title. I mean, I can't train people to spell my name with two X's. I'm not going to try to get an audience to <laughs> learn how to spell that word. No offense, audience. You're just a bunch of dummies. Okay. Uh, Wait, no, I, no. Actually, well, hold on. Audience, you are not a bunch of dummies because you're true. not the ones that didn't type in Alex wrong and then try to talk to me. about the amount of times I had people fucking talk to me about the Alex cast. Which mm-hmm. I typed in Alex cast like, did you spell it with two X's? Oh, no, there it is. Yeah, thanks. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you try restarting the computer? Uh, Barkentine. Uh, Barkentine. Is of course, uh, Hamilcar's. It is Hamilcar Barca is the only thing I think of. Sailing ship similar to a bark. Oh, which is a sailing ship. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the part I didn't know. But with only the foremost square rigged and the re- remaining masts rigged fore and aft. Oh God, yeah. See, I can't. I, mean, I, I, I can't say anything. You didn't know that one. Unless the midden sail is up, I'm not even going to get on that boat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if a barkatine even has a midden sail. I, I I wasn't even sure if that was the right word. <laughs> okay, one last word, please. Short. One last shiny rock. Mm-hmm. One last gleaming pebble. Uh, this is a short one, but a good one. Uh, viand. How do you spell it? V i a n d. Viand. Uh, no, don't know. It is an item of food. Oh. It is also used uh, to describe a Filipino uh, meat, seafood, or vegetable dish that accompanies rice. Oh. A sumptuous light r- lunch of rice and viands. Okay. 
Wait, what was the first definition again? An item of food. Oh, you don't know. I get it. Like you get from a V ending machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, sorry, I just that, I, it might be. I, just, it, I was like, that's the worst joke I've thought of in a little while, and I need to say this into a microphone. <laughs> Uh, so those are Excellent. the shiny rocks that I have found. Also, I like Vienda sausages. <laughs> Go to your room. Uh, I would love to. Um, do we want to do the next episode, or do you want me to spit out some crap? Uh, you might have some shiny rocks to share. I do. Um, let's do uh, one that I, I don't know. I only found this out recently, and it's uh, a term from Industrial Light and Magic. Our friends over over at ILM, over at ILM, the George Lucas. Uh, oh yes, we know them thing. well. They do all of our special effects. Yes. Uh, do you know what a greeble is? Greeble. Yes. I believe that's when you are walking down a dark hallway and a thing eats you. Uh, no, no, that's a insert joke here. That's a grew. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, it's also called a nernies. A nernies. So Greeble is uh, it's a part harvested from plastic modeling kits to be applied to an original model as a detail element. So basically, like, if you see, like, the Millennium Falcon, they've got, like, uh-huh. all that, like, weird pokey out stuff. And, those like, are Greebles? Those are Greebles. Okay. Or okay. nernies. Or nernies. Uh, uh, which, uh, which I love. But, yeah, it's a it's a total term invented by ILM. But uh, uh-huh. I was watching an Adam Savage uh, whatever his YouTube channel is, Tested, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and he referred to Greebles. I'm like... The fuck are Greebles? I guess people that know Adam Savage uh-huh. hear him use that term, but like this right. was a first for me, so I looked into it. And I'm like, oh shit, all right, Greebles. All right, that yeah, sounds yeah. useful. I'll use that word. Yeah, Greebles is good. Um, I feel like I'm gonna forget it before I have a chance to use it, but like I, I hope in my future I get to use it, but I have very little hope. I'm going to try to use the word Viens later tonight. Oh, I would like to, and I okay. already forget what it means, because uh, I am what the French call a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> I have two more real quick ones. Um, Velacor. Velacor. V-E-L-I-C-H-O-R. Okay. That makes me think of Petrichor. That's literally the reason I put it on there. Um, And Petrichor... Okay, so Velacor is going to be a smell of something, probably, or something interacting with rain. I don't know what the core part of of Petrichor means. Oh, it's Ichor. Petrichor is is, uh, the blood of gods. It's the Ichor, the blood of gods coming from the stones after a rain. Petra is rock. Okay, so then the core is Icor, like blood smell. of gods is your Icor. Okay, yeah, okay, so okay. it's the blood of the gods so is the rain hitting. Velacor. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know, I know Velacor. I know what that is. Velacor is um, the smell that comes off of velvet when it is uh, worn as part of a stripper's outfit. Fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. that sadly isn't it, and it has Damn. nothing to do with smell. But I just liked where you're going, and it was fun. Okay. Um, so Velacor is the strange wistfulness of used bookshops. You mean like my favorite feeling? Yes. Though I would like to somewhat petition the universe out there, and literally had this thought before you were in the room and said what you just said, uh-huh. that we should the smell of books should be called velicor or some word close to that. So here's the thing that uh, that I'm thinking about now. Velicor obviously comes from vellum and core. Well, it's V-E-L-O-I. I, was, I had that vellum thought too, but I would think it'd be velucor. Can you check Edom online? Oh, it's neologism, so it probably doesn't have much... Uh, but it'll have a... Yeah. It'll still have a etymology. What what two words Oh, yeah, you know, it is. It's uh, a blend of vellum and ichor. Okay. Compare petrichor. So here's the thing that bothers me. Oh, it's me. that guy John Koenig again. Huh? Uh, the Dictionary of, of Obscure Sorrows. I run oh. into this a lot. Uh, yeah, so that's like kind of a new word. Okay. <clears throat> so here's the thing that bothers me about that. I think it was a word invented by somebody who's never smelled vellum. 
Old vellum has a nice smell. New vellum old smells like vellum shit. Old <clears throat> vellum smells awful. Oh, I I like the smell of old vellum. Like if after after a few hundred years, I mean, it ah. smells so gross. I'm trying to think I the do oldest, not enjoy the oldest vellum I've smelled. I do not enjoy the smell of vellum. I've the the oldest vellum book I can think that I've ever interacted with was like a library museum tour thing we did in college. I would like and it to, was some really really old ass Bible. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was probably. Vellum. But that smelled nice. That had you, that kind of like that. vanilla y old book smell. Okay, interesting. Yeah, the the old yeah. So the vellum books that I've seen were from I think the 1400s, maybe a little earlier. I'm which is probably about the same as yours. No, no, I'm 100 percent sure mine was more recent. It was like really, uh, yeah, because it was like a. They a, didn't make vellum Bibles. No, it was like a fancy. They did oh, really? it on like okay. it's old. It was. America old, not oh, not okay, the rest okay. of the world old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it's just the vellum that I encountered, but I just I yeah. just didn't I I was excited to see these books. I was excited to interact with them, but the thing that I remember about them is that, that I walked away thinking those smell awful. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's got to be a little bit older or maybe it's like uh um where you got where it was kept. I would like to propose an alternate uh word for this. What's that? Bibliocor. Because right. uh, ikor is from no, Greek. No, no, I... I uh, biblios is from Greek. Yeah, yeah Bibliocor yeah. could then be uh, having to do with the, the iker of books. And I think that bibliocor might work a little better. Because it doesn't make me think of vellum, which doesn't give me a sense of... of doesn't give me the sense of that word. Well, in that it's a made-up word. Uh-huh. Yeah, go for it. All right, <laughs> I mean, all right. Yeah. Uh, the last, the last uh, quick thing before we get into the last episode. Uh, limerence. 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 Yes. I am thinking the first part of it makes me think of either limnal or limerick. So it could be, oh, is a limerence a um, a stone used to uh, demarcate a border? No. Oh, damn it. What is it? What, what, where, where did that background come from? Or is that just a fun uh, guess? Well, I was thinking of... Uh, plinths and uh, oh you're going like to the rents at the end oh so limerence yeah oh oh limerence okay then uh hold on let me think about this again what did i say Lim- oh i said ints didn't i yeah it like an i sound yeah yeah no sorry limerence limerence lime rents lime rent limerence uh i'm going to say it it's still uh relating to a liminal space between two things or a liminal moment? Uh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I was trying to figure out how you got the rocks and now I, now I, 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 it was the, it was my eye sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so limerence is a state of infatuation or obsession with another person that involves an all consuming passion and intrusive thoughts. Oh, limerence. limerence. But I think the limer might be. I have heard that word I before. think that might be kind of liminal. Might maybe limnal. I think is L I M N. I don't think it has any. So yeah, okay, limerence. I have actually heard that word before. Um, now that you have given me the definition. Yeah, I wonder if it has. It's kind of a new term. Is it? Yeah, it was coined in '79 by like psychologist Dorothy Tennant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorothy, who? like, like you were uh, you were alive. I'm pretty sure. I was uh, psychologist Dorothy Tenov. Dorothy Tenov, uh, my love nemesis. And, love and limerence, the experience of being in love, to describe a concept that blah 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 blah. It's a very long Wikipedia thing, but anyway. Okay, that was a, that was a good word. Um, that is a good word. 
Yeah, anyway, let's talk about uh, Daddy's Little Monster. So I want to start with the title of this episode. And and how if you have a brain like mine, it's very horrible. Put it together. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, because um, I assure you, you don't want to live in my head. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I know that it is it it is used in 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 sexual situations sometimes, and as a sexual term. But um, it's also, you know, it shows up on uh, Harley Quinn's T-shirt in a oh yeah, Suicide Squad in a movie. Yeah. Uh, it shows up as the title of a song that I don't think has anything to do with this episode. I tried to. It shows up as a Fred Savage and Ben Savage movie from the 1980s, wasn't it? Little oh, Monsters? Really? Wasn't that the name of that? Yeah, but it might not have been Daddy's Little Monsters. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Daddy's Little It was like just Little Monsters or whatever. Yeah. All right. So I uh, I tried to uh, research the origin of the term Daddy's Little Monster, and I went and looked, and I went and looked. I, I couldn't find anything uh, to say where it originally came from. Like, I don't think it was this episode. Uh, I definitely don't think it was uh, Harley Quinn's T-shirt. Um, so I, so that's one of the things that I was sort of like, it would be great if I could get, if I could get to this part of the discussion, I'd be like, oh, you know where that term originally came from? Well, it was something that, um, it was, it was James Dean's last words. <laughs> so Daddy's Little Monster as a, um, Harley Quinn shirt. Uh-huh. This episode predates that. Yes, it does. So I won, I mean, not to say that, hmm. Did you duck, duck, go it? Yes. I wonder what. And I Googled it. Oh, yeah, I do Googled it. Because Google's good at uh, pop culture. It'll do a splash page. It is. Page. It is. I, I couldn't really get a good answer. I, am, I mean, maybe you can. Maybe. No, no. I, I'm not in any way doubting you. I'm just curious because, you know, it's got that uh, curated, uh, like, Google doesn't actually, isn't a search algorithm uh, engine anymore. It's a, right. it's, pr- a, it's a, it's TikTok. It's a sell a thing to you. Yeah. yeah. Daddy's Little Monster phrase origin. The first, the first answer is things you didn't know about Harley Quinn. Daddy's little monster is just another nod to the twisted hold that the Joker has over Harley. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this this has a reference to Adventure Time. Oh, here we go. Adventure. Uh, Urban Dictionary uh-huh. has Daddy's little monster from Harley Quinn as um, 2021. But Daddy's That's Little Monster new. as another freaky sexual name, uh, a.k.a. I Call My Dick, Daddy's Little Monster, uh-huh. uh, is from October 3rd, 2016. Still newer than the Adventure Time episode. Really? When did Adventure Time happen? Uh, this episode, I think, is from, like, 2012, maybe? So, I, it's, very, it's very possible that Adventure, that Adventure Time, Time originated- invented- Daddy's a little monster. Okay, wait, here we go. According to Try Hard Ninja, which is something that I... I trust Try Hard Ninja incredibly. Try Hard Ninja is one of my BFFs. So Try Hard Ninja's song, Daddy's Little Monsters. Right. What year was that? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I misunderstood the link I was clicking on. That's a song from the Friday uh, Five Nights at Freddy's... Huh. Uh, ...movie that just came out. So this might be a mystery. I mean, they, they just may have just come up. I mean, Daddy's a monster. It seems like a pretty, uh, like you know, Daddy's little princess, and they just right, went, well, right. how do we do? And this is the this might we might be uh, dealing we with might the be, origin. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I think I'm really okay with Adventure Time being a trendsetter, being an inventor hmm. of something that entered into the the memosphere. Yes. 
the mimetic consciousness of uh, our generation. All right, that's enough, Richard Dawkins. <laughs> that's he did memes, right? I don't know. I think Richard Dawkins invented the term meme. Uh, all right, so this episode opens with Bimo charging the 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 camera phone. Yes, nice to your little boy, and back. it is adorable. Yeah, he's like sitting down down there going like, and he's like, you know, he's making the pooping face. Yes, a little bit of smoke comes out of the top of his head. Yes, making the pooping face. No banana appears, but no uh, banana appears. But he he charges shit out of that star tack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we we do see uh, Finn and Jake's adventures in the Nightosphere. Um, one of the things that is interesting to me is that Marceline is playing a banjo. Hmm. And not yeah. a bass. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, you know that thing with musicians. Like, the second they get hooked on one, they just have to learn all the other fucking ones. I don't think I've ever met a musician that's like, yeah, no, I only know one instrument. Yeah. Well, why would you want to know only one instrument? Making noise is fun. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Whatever. I'm a. I'm more of a like. This is as loud as I'm ever want to get. <laughs> is this, your, is this part of the reason you? This is part of the reason you hate fart jokes, isn't it? Yeah, I like. Uh, I like a lonesome dirge, like a wailing. Like if you could, if you could play hurdy gurdy, but at like one fourth the volume. That's all I want. Just a, just a just a low background. <sighs> Uh, I can get some of that for you. Do you want some? the only music I like is a foghorn in the distance? <laughs> That's all I listen to. Do uh, I do I listen to it in like like you know techno remixes? Uh huh. So like, foghorn techno remix, and then it's boing, 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 and, yeah. <laughs> Daddy's little monster remix, foghorn in the distance. Hmm? Hey, that Five Nights at Freddy's guy apparently wrote a song about it. Um, I uh, I've been listening lately to some like kind of lo-fi electronica music as sort of background when I'm writing. Oh, is it Lo-Fi Girl, a.k.a. Chilled Cow? No, I haven't uh, listened to uh, that's Lo-Fi the, like, Girl. The, is it's that the biggest the... one on YouTube. That was, oh, okay. It was served every – like they have, I, you know, a billion followers on YouTube. It's like the, this giant, giant account. I was listening to um, Medieval Lo-Fi on Spotify. Oh, but, yeah. They yeah. served that one to me yeah. before, too. Yeah. But then I um, I switched over to uh, a free radio station that I can't remember that's online. But um, I was listening to it more seriously the other day, and I was like, holy shit, this music is so simple. I could make this. I think mm. I might try making some Lo-Fi tracks. You should. I think that would be really fun to do. You know what you should do is uh, fucking do a Lo-Fi remix of, like, you know, a few minutes of one of our episodes. <laughs> just have, you know, just some, some dumb moment. It's just a uh, lo-fi remix in the background. I'm not, when I say you should do that, I mean, this is a terrible idea. But I'm I think it's it a like, great idea. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a great idea in a very, uh, fr- from a very uh, acute angle. Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a cutie. All right, so. Bimo is charging the phone and they get to find out, you know, they, they, these episodes are very, um, uh, the hangover uh movies where i don't remember what happened last night right. let's re let's recreate it and uh a, a portal opens in the wall mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get dragged back into the nightosphere because they realize they were there on the thing yeah uh they meet hudson abadir god damn it hudson abadir and i really enjoy him uh play acting uh-huh. of Hey, no, I'm just here to bury the hatchet. These guys, all these guys, look, I'm burying the hatchet. See, I'm not killing you. He's like, good to see you, boy and dog. I'm I'm so fond of, I'm here to bury the hatchet. See how I'm not killing you. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing, though. He has so little regard for human life. Like, he probably has no idea 
what it means for Marceline to have friends. Yeah. And <laughs> and and he's like, but he did, you know, love her mom in some way. Uh, he fucked her mom. But That's what we've determined. I yes, but in that, I'm going by the vampire rules of. You know, they don't, they can't have an orgasm, so they kind of orgasm by drinking blood. I think he's the what? same way with eating. Yeah, most What is this? In vampire mythos, they can't fuck. Well, I, at least in the Anne Rice ones. I, okay, maybe. Uh, here's what I think I think that he uh, probably doesn't have vampire restrictions since he's not a vampire. He's a demon. No, god. no, I was just making the association with him eating souls. Right, right. Yeah. I think he probably. Literally just went to impregnate someone. He he wanted to make. Oh, you're a saying it's like a mission. Yeah, okay. it was a mission. I don't think that he had any feelings for our sleep mom. The way I was approaching it is like he thinks of us as meat, and mm-hmm. think about how fucking charming a cow would have to be for me to change my mind from eating it to having sex with it. It's one charming ass fucking pig. Alex, I don't want to have to think about that because I know you too well. I'm not sure that tracks. I've had sex with like. Okay, well, por- <laughs> yeah, well, porcine isn't no, cow. No, no, do not make me edit this far into right, the so episode. Manatee, do not make me. No, 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 no. Manatees <laughs> uh, don't count. Why don't manatees count? Because sailors used to do it, and you know what? Hard, I'm a pirate, so I can fuck a manatee. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward, Eric. <laughs> All right, let's not talk about. Uh... This shit is bananas. So... B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. <laughs> Um, so a big, uh, big trick happens where Hudson Abadir, uh, gives his world controlling necklace to Marceline and it uh-huh. turns, turns her into, turns her into Hudson Abadir yeah, or, the, mean, or the ruler of the night yeah, no, that... But this is the interesting thing is which one is Hudson Abadir? Is it the man in his 1950s sleeping outfit? You know, that, I mean, that the thing boxers is... and, and whatever you call that kind of shirt. Right, right. Like when he takes his, um. When he takes that amulet off, he's just wearing his underwear. Yeah. So is that Hudson Abadir and the King of Hell is is Bob the... Meskiewicz? Like what? Like what is what is that creature? Is it Slur Nogal? That's I think a really amazing question because we see three people wear the amulet in this episode: Hudson Abadir, Marceline, and Finn. Yeah. And each one of them turns into that big soul sucking monster. Yeah. So I guess I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's also another kind of interesting aside is I wonder if that amulet is much like the crowns or at least the ice. Oh, crown. Oh, like the ice crown. So you think that maybe there's like a, a, a nightosphere a... uh, locket. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe if you get the crown, the locket, the britches, the cod piece, you can like rule everything like like Captain Planet rules. Like if you get all those things, your powers can combine and you can be in charge like of... what would happen if they put the locket on Simon? Yes. Yeah. And then like, you know, the the goo. I know, would, I feel like the I feel like the Nightosphere amulet is probably more powerful than the Ice Crown. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I like a nice cold glass of Coca-Cola and I'm not thinking, <laughs> hmm, you know what I want? Tortured souls in this. Yeah. <laughs> you know why I think that? Cuz I'm not a sadistic kind of a god like <laughs> Yahweh. Um we get a nice Marceline song, her uh, Finn mm-hmm. jamming. Uh, very nice to not hear uh, Finn singing, which is great. We do get a Finn rap. Yes. Um, it's, it's it's awful. It happened. But it's awful on purpose, right? Like when he does the Finn rap, when he does that That rap, is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it's up a good awful point. on purpose. Yeah, yeah. It is a purposeful, bad It's almost like they rap. knew yeah. that you were going to be listening to this someday and criticizing it. So they were like, yeah. we're just going to make it bad. We're not going to, like the political rap where he's like, 
you know, I drive to, a Subaru, go yeah. to a go to a a, a co op. I used to get <laughs> to a um, farmers market, like weekly, sometimes monthly emails from this guy named Adam Muto. Um, in like 2012 or so. Uh And I had no idea. I'd never seen this show. And he's like, dear Alex, in the future, you're going to be watching this. I need to explain (laughs) myself to you. And I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck is this bullshit? I never paid attention. But now, now that we're coming back around, it's like that thing of like, that man I saw in the airport was me. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is my, uh, what was that movie where Joseph Lord, uh, Gordon Levitt kills himself, but he's Bruce Willis. Uh, Looper. This is my. This is my. This is my looper. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the, there were there were some really amazing scenes in this episode. I loved the shot of uh, Hudson Abadir with a sandwich. Like yes. when they come, they 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 find that weird little kitchen area, the the apartment, Hudson Abadir's apartment in the nightosphere, and they come in on him as he's opening the the fridge and getting a sandwich out and the look on his face and stuff. And it, it was, it was very classic. I'm a big fan of that classic humor of a dopey, like kind of house husband. No, 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 not house husband, a dopey husband, like 1950 style, like uh-huh. starched undergarments about to go to bed, you know, uh, just like has this, to have a sandwich. Yeah. 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 It's, I don't know. There's something, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess it's just a generation I was ra- raised in that like, that was like this, I don't know, this ubiquitous kind of, character in a lot of the shows have you ever been a midnight snack kind of person like do you ever do the midnight snack i never wake up and have a snack but like i yeah i eat before bed yeah yeah last night i had some uh baby bell cheese what time do you think that was um, like was it literally a midnight snack i mean if i it's probably like a like an 11 p.m snack okay yeah, I mean, I think that's that's reasonable. I, I try to, uh, if I'm going to have a, a snack that late at night, I try to be uh, responsible about it and have something lower calorie or whatever. Uh, now but, I'm a rebel. I just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I used to, but now I, I, uh, I live by the rules. I die by the rules. I am, I am a rule-following rule person. Well, you know, as you can see across the table, I'm 190 pounds, absolutely shredded, lean muscle. So, like, I can get away You've with taking some. You've got abs on your face. Yes. It's, well, that's <laughs> that's that's from a wish that went a little sideways. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, so to answer your uh, your query from last episode. Um, the reason they can't remember anything uh-huh. is explained at one point where Jake and Finn get knocked around and Jake off camera goes, oh, my hippocampus. <laughs> Explaining why no no new memories were being made. That's so stupid. It's, I, it, it, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I heard that and I knew that you were going to bring that up when we talked about it. And huh? it just didn't occur to me that that's what it was about. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, why okay. would he say so specifically the hippocampus? Okay, so yeah, that's yeah. why they don't remember yes. stuff. Yes. Uh, so, so the the amulet. This is another D and D reference. I, I think I mentioned it already when we were talking about the first episode. But you know, uh, Hunson Abadir tells Finn that the whoever wears the amulet is filled with chaotic evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and Finn, you know, he is he is such a, a he is such a hero. He is a big damn hero, as uh, as uh, they said in Firefly. I'm gonna believe you. Okay, um, I've seen Firefly, but it's been yeah. So but I mean, like long. the fact that he's willing to um, give everything up, you know, take the take the amulet uh, off of Marceline, put it on in order to get Marceline and Jake out of the nightosphere. Like, there's no guarantee that that he gets to escape. His only goal there is saving Marceline. Like he, he, it was such a heroic act. It was selfless. Like it was amazing. Well, 
let's just, I'm going to be the contrarian here. That's my place on the show. Okay. Eric, if your way to save me was, Eric, quick, you have to take on the powers of a god and rule a kingdom that is unto you and everyone worships you as a god. Oh no, what a fucking bullet to take. But to put on an amulet that would fill me with chaotic evil? And you get to run shit. I'd do I that. don't I would want try. that power. Oh, really? I mean, I, I would if, save you. I think if someone came and said, hey, Alex, no other payoff. You, you want this amulet that lets you, like, run the underworld and essentially be God? But see, this is the thing. Marceline didn't want that. Yeah. She was forced into it. She was tricked no, into it. No, no, I'm talking it. about so if you, I'm talking about Finn. No, no, I'm saying, like, if you were if you were tricked into something like that. I wouldn't have to be tricked. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that there's no equivalent. I'm not saying that we don't have. We don't have an equivalent situation in this case. No, okay. In this case, you'd be like, "Oh no, Alex, quick! I'm going to take the bullet by winning the lottery." (laughs) No, it's not like that, though. Oh, you'd be sitting on a crown of uh, 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 a throne of skulls and hearing the lamentations of your enemies and their women. I mean, that's that's perfect, (laughs) and that's what you're bringing to me. Okay, look. If that situation arises, if somebody comes to me and is like, Eric, would you like to go rule a hell dimension with this magical amulet? I will say, I would like to pass. However, my friend Alex would love to do it. I appreciate that. Okay. I'll send the vampires okay. that I invited to so my that's, that's, earlier that's, over that's, that's the sacrifice yeah. that I will make. Oh, I, I know, that. Yeah. I know that this would be fulfilling your dreams, so yeah. I would... You know, I would expect some hell favors every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, you know the, the movie Hellraiser, a.k.a. Pinhead? Uh-huh. That's really what I'm going for. So I just want to live in like a sadomasochistic dimension bondage, where I rule over everyone else. dimension. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where everything is pain and pain is is pleasure. That's, okay. That's what I'm going for. Okay. I will... and, it, and if I could save my friends while doing it, all the better. I will keep my eye out. Uh, if I see that sort of uh, opportunity, like that sort of vacancy arise, I will let you know immediately. Yes. Though if you do meet uh, Pinhead... Please don't, because that sounds terrible. <laughs> they, tr- they, they their their freshman hazing is a little rough. They're like, oh, we're gonna turn you inside out and touch all of your nerves at once with lemon juice. Yeah, <laughs> now nah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, th- this episode is is chaotic and amazing. Uh, Finn and Jake do an incredible job. Uh, I love their their stupid uh, disguises. Oh yeah, yeah, paper plate mask, y'all. Yeah. Uh, Jake's disguise is good. He looks like a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's too yellow. Like, uh, the, demons can the, be yellow. The revelation of the bananas. I love that scene yeah. is just great because they're they're watching it, and it happens, and then it cuts away to like Jake is just about to eat the banana that he brought back from the nightosphere, mm. and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah." The banana thing's great. Uh, what else is there in this episode? Oh, there's a nice. So at the end of the episode, the uh, mm-hmm. I really like the wrap up of. Um, Marceline kind of yelling at her dad that like, uh, I want you to be proud of me, but not proud of me for this thing. And yeah. him kind of like opening up and it's like, no, I, I am proud of you. Blah, blah, blah. Like there's a, uh-huh. it's like a nice father daughter moment. Yeah. yeah. He just, he's just in, yeah, that, that's the thing that I was talking about. Like it's, it's, it's super interesting watching Hudson Abadir develop. Like he, uh, he's trying, he's just, he's just a shitty father. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, by our metrics. But yeah. he, again, he's in the embodiment of evil. Yeah. So and him just like not turning you inside out every mm-hmm. three seconds for eternity is really nice of him. So like, oh, he's yeah, kind of a sure. great dad from where he came from. Okay. And, <laughs> you know, he, he obviously has a lot of experience with that uh, amulet 
too. Yeah, like that he can uh, he can rein it all in and put on his uh, evil businessman outfit. It also, he also brings up the the, the concept though of uh, what if he's not the first Hunson Abadir? If it is something that's passed down via amulet. That's a really, really good question. I see. The, this is a, this is a, opening up some some ontological, cosmological okay. questions about the Adventure Time universe. That it's a ontological. Is it ontological? No, I was doing like a fun <laughs> vowel thing. Um, I do like the end. So Finn uh, gets the amulet ripped off of him and thrown back in the treehouse. And uh, Hunson gives a little speech of like, "Hey, you know, I actually respect you. I like mm-hmm. you, Marceline, your friend." And uh, Marceline's line of my dad actually likes you. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Oh, it's like such. A, it's yeah. almost like it's it almost like an aside, but yeah. it's very funny because Finn's I, I, like I dead love on that. the floor. I love that. Uh, but then it like you know pans down to him and he's like, Ooh, yeah. you know, he's obviously had a very traumatic experience. Um, and it's possible that Marceline meant it because we honestly will not see her again until the end of the season. Yeah. Um, very small uh, Alex anecdote uh, that relates to this. Otherwise when, known as an uh, Alex dote. An, an Alex dote. Uh, I was, uh, whatever, young, young, young person. And uh, I was dating this girl that like uh, used to be a Christian, like a, like a big time Christian. Those are the people who believe that there was like a dude with a, with a weird like bird nest hat that like died on a tree for them. Uh, the, the Christians. No, I think I think the bird nest hat guys are pastafarians. Oh, maybe it is. That, is. is that, no, that's that's pasta hat. Sorry, there's a pasta strainer hat. Sorry, same thing. You know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Okay, um, okay. But uh, so anyway, uh, we dated for a little bit to the point that like we weren't at the point of seriousness that I should have met her parents, but it just kind of happened. Uh huh. And her dad and I got along like gangbusters because he was <gasps> and like she a, hated it. Yeah. Because he was a hardcore Christian, uh-huh. and back then I knew the Bible uh, forwards and backwards, book, chapter, verse. Uh-huh. And by that I mean I knew the Bible kind of well. I, I never do it super well, but like I was in my big like, although they're both better than them, I'm a fucking edge lord <laughs> stage. And uh, yeah, so I was talking to him, and not like we we're talking Bible, but we ended up getting along. Uh-huh. And she never said it, but like her view of me kind of. It broke up very soon afterwards, oh, and I honestly man. think it was because I'm the rebellious. Like I don't give a fuck about religion. Although you know, I'll call God a cunt, and I won't give. Well, I still call God a cunt, but like now I do it with with a uh, with more a plum. Uh, a plum, yeah, yeah. I do it with a reverend voice. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, back yeah. So uh, yeah, very shortly after we uh, our, our our dalliance broke off, and I honestly think it's because her and her and her, myself and her dad. That's definitely and, a, a daddy issues sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I'm not a, you know, a sexually, you know, active person in these days, kind of one of them demi-ace folk, but like, uh, um, those are the only people I've ever slept with. <laughs> it's, it's, I've, I've, I've literally, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever dated anyone that had a good relationship with their father. <laughs> oh boy. Jesus Christ. I didn't want to think yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry. I should have warned you the first, I should have warned you before I said that sentence. This now is I have probably to think not a, about this. Have I? This is not a depth you want to plumb because it's, yeah, uh, it's actually yeah. kind of shocking. You're like. Yeah, but oh shit, what does that say about people? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking back. I'm like, hold on a second, hold on a second. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else on this one? Um, I don't. Alex, what do you think our uh, listeners should do now? Or you, dear listener, what do you think that the listener should be doing at this very moment? Well, I think the listener should be doing this. Uh, you know, make sure that you wipe before flushing. I mean, I would say, as someone that's from a civilized society, use the bidet. And pat dry before uh, flushing. Do you um, wipe and bidet, or do you bidet no, only? No, just bidet, but and then, then dry off. There's still like stuff. 
You're saying that paper cleans better than water? I'm just saying sometimes you might need both. I You got some kind of fucked up butthole. No, no, no my butthole is amazing. Uh, well, apparently I've heard not. this from a number of people. Apparently not. Okay. Uh, so what I want y'all to do is if you are on a podcasting app, podcatching app, that Pod can catcher. leave a review, such okay. as Spotify, mm-hmm. such as Apple Podcasts. Uh, Podcast Addict also has a place Podcast to leave Addict. reviews. Uh, Whatever that Goodreads of podcast is that I don't remember the name of it, but they advertise to me all the time. Uh-huh. Anywhere that you can leave a review, it'd be great. Especially Spotify, because you don't you don't have to do any work. It's just a series of five stars and you just click one. Mm-hmm. You don't have to write a review. You no work necessary. So if you are a Spotify listener, do the the nothing of work. It's literally no work. Just click on that thing. Uh, Apple Podcasts, I think, are kind of almost as easy. But yeah, do that. It, uh, it's very helpful. Uh, Puts us up in the rankings and, uh, you know, just generally makes us feel better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That is a good one. If you are listening to this episode because a friend sent you to it, I would really invite you to visit whizbizpodcast.com and subscribe to our podcast. Um, and also uh, come and find us on social media. We are Whizbiz Podcast on Blue Sky and TikTok and youtube and twitch and uh sometimes we do fun things on twitch yes uh our main focus blue sky so if you're not a blue sky person uh ask me i got a bunch of invites and you can join yeah yeah actually, you don't have to join just for us it's, it's ask, a good service you can ask uh our blue sky account we have lots of uh blue sky invites on the blue sky oh yeah i forgot our, our yeah, yeah i totally yeah. So forgot we have, in, we have invites yeah, if you yeah. want to be on blue sky let us know you can yeah. email us uh, whizbizpodcast at gmail.com and request a blue sky invite. Join us. There's lots of horny people there. It's great. Yeah. Uh, we will see you in what the kids call a fortnight. Goodbye. The ending was not believable. <laughs>